Welcome to another episode of Las Locas Life. We're excited to bring you conversations from the Latina point of view. I'm your host, Janice V. Rodriguez. Are you ready? Well, then let's get loca. For, for a long time. So I want to introduce you to, I mean, she's an OG. Like we're from Hammond together, went to high school. Um, known her since I was ah, 13, 14. So scary. So scary. Such a long time ago. Um, Angelica Palomo. She said it was okay if I still call her Angie, because that's how I know her. Uh, she's in the city now. She's in Chicago, has inner body strength. She's a Pilates instructor. And um, I really wanted to talk to her about health, um, you know, healthy eating and like kind of just surviving, you know, I guess the second year of the Rona really um, from like a health perspective. Because I think everybody, if you're, well, if you're anything like me, I mean, I say everybody, but we kind of sat down and um, ate a lot <laughs> and didn't move a lot and uh, we're sad. So <laughs> Angie, I'm so happy you're here. Um, I'm, I'm clapping for you. Woo! And the, there we go. Um, so yeah, your Pilates, you're like healthy eating. Like tell me how you've gotten through the Rona. Cause you had to stop doing like in-person classes kind of right away. I felt like they were like, like you got, you're include, like included in gyms, right? Like when that regulation came through? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our gym pretty much closed down. Before that, the members stopped coming and because they had um, gotten either sent home for work to do right. work at home. So people were already like not coming to the gym. And then the gym closed down. We got the email. Um, yeah, that happened. But for me, it was like a dream come true. Was <laughs> Okay. See, listen, some people are living their best life during the coronavirus. I'm just saying, okay, I want to hear about it. It's okay. It's okay. It's good. This has actually been a really good time for people to like press the reset button. So I'm all for it. So why was it? It was like a little blessing in disguise. Like, tell me more. Yeah. Well, I have, I have my own business outside of the gym called inner body strength. And I, you know, teach outside of the gym at a little boutique studio and I go to people's homes. But one of my dreams was to be able to um, have like location freedom and time freedom and teach online. There so you go. I had already been taking um, courses from coaches n- that were like business coaches, not okay. coaches, but business coaches to learn how to create an online program so that I can take my business online. Um, and this was and before it- Ron. That's weird. I wonder if you had like a little premonition. No, maybe. maybe. <laughs> maybe a little, a little a clair, what do you call it? Claircognizant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of a knowing. I just had a feeling, well, for me, like I just have an entrepreneurial mindset. Like I've always for had sure. that entrepreneurial mindset and mm-hmm. I just, I don't like having a boss. I've never, yeah, for a yeah. long time I haven't had a boss. So being at the gym was awesome because there was that freedom, but I still had to be there for somebody. X you amount know? of time, right. Yeah, for X amount, <clears throat> X amount of time. And even if I didn't have any clients, I had to be there walking around to talk to people, which was fine. It was great, but it was taken away from me creating what I wanted to do online. And so, yeah, so the cool thing was as soon as that happened, I was already. You were ready. There we go. Line. I just didn't have the business. So mm-hmm. for me, I just pretty much transferred my my personal clients to online. Not all of them transferred. Some of them were really like, sad and not in right. that mood or in that mode. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just helped the ones that were willing, willing to try. Willing to and try. yeah. And also you have to think it's like, even with, you know, me, like me doing comedy, um, 
stuff closed down. And so people were just like, I'm not doing online. I'm like, Hey, like, I know it's weird and different, but we're not, this isn't over to like, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe even like next year in terms of like herd immunity and all that. And that's a whole nother thing, but um, it's like adapt, like adapt or, I mean, it's cool if you don't, if you just don't want to, that's fine. But I think, I think it's better to, you know what I mean? Try. But yeah, you have yeah. to. If you don't, like, it's either you're going to sink or swim. Yeah. Like, life, can, life is going to keep going. Right. So. And you can't control. And then people, and then that goes into the next thing, which is like, okay, everybody's home, right? A lot of people are, you know, from the mental health perspective, like, I don't mean to make a joke. I keep saying cracking up, but I can't imagine. I don't have kids, but I can't imagine a lot of people with kids are doing it. I mean, it's just stressful being around the same people all the damn time. And then when the gym's closed, or maybe you didn't already have a good like health practice to begin with, like, yeah, it went out the window, right? When life gets crazy, it seems like people put their health out the window. So, um, you know, that was cool that you were there to be like, okay, we can do this from home. Yes. It's not the same as me being with you, but I can see you through the camera. Let's, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like there isn't an excuse. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you felt I like you're, were your, yeah. Were your clients like, okay, with doing that? Or they, they, the ones that were, were like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, and they were actually surprised um, as I wasn't as surprised, but they were surprised to see that they were still progressing with their um, strength, which is interesting because when you're on the equipment, because I teach on the equipment as well. So for Pilates, there's like equipment work and then there's mat work, being on the mat. It's a whole system. It's not just mat. So a lot of them were relying on the equipment. And so going online, I can see that, oh, you've been relying on the equipment oh. in your body. So it forcing them to have to use their body more when you have to use your own body weight, like it's, it's tough, you know? And so oh, yeah. when you're relying on, on resistance, you, you can see that as an instructor. So, um, right. They got strong. You can see it. They're using their shoulder and not isolating like their bicep or something like that. Like, it's, it's being able to use your whole body and, and resist gravity pretty much. We're playing with gravity. That's awesome. So why um, did you make a choice kind of early on to do like more like Pilates work versus any kind of other like exercise? Okay. Well, um, I went to college the last time I went to college. So I went to four different colleges. <laughs> the last okay. hey, I-, <laughs> I love it. She's like, I'm gonna try them all out. Okay. <laughs> was for dance. And in dance, they, my instructors told me that I had to take this uh, strengthening and conditioning class class because I was really airy. I was really mm-hmm. light. My body didn't show any weight. So I took this conditioning class and it was a Pilates class. So I ended up taking a semester of that, fell in love, and I took it throughout all of college. Once I was done, I decided to get my certification to teach it. I was It was either going to be yoga or Pilates. And I went with Pilates because it was more specific. Um, it was designed by a man named Joseph Pilates back in the fifties. He incorporated yoga in the, in it, but it's, it's really just a specific core set of exercise, like a system. It's, it's, it's systemic. And if you do it consistently, like these muscles start to train your body so that you get to work as a whole, not just one muscle we're working on, you're working on your whole body. And I was going to do yoga, except there's many different forms of yoga and yeah. it's a religion that came from India. So for me, like, I just felt like I realistically couldn't live that yogi lifestyle. I wasn't going to teach something that I'm not going to be living. And since Pilates was more specific, I'm like, okay, I can do this. So I decided to, to do that and I've been teaching for about 10 years now. So 
I'm That's actually awesome. ready to teach teachers. So I'm thinking about creating a program to teach teachers. Look at you with all them hustles. I love it. But no, but it's it's super important. And I love the fact, I know that there is equipment um, if you're at a gym, but Pilates, like you said, you can't do it on the mat. So it does translate to you doing it from home, you know? And just you can just have your laptop, right? And just look at the screen and you're 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 seeing them. And I that's awesome. Um what do you like tell people who maybe are just gonna like start now or you know, like even me, like I mean, I got bad posture, which is horrible. My, you know, my mom's a physical therapist, so she's like so mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, you see, I'm sitting, like I sit all day in front of a computer, like, and it's so bad. But like what is like something simple like people can do that just like sit all day like me? It's horrible. Well, one thing I'll say before I go on is there's no such thing as bad posture. Oh, <laughs> oh hey, okay. All right. Look at Angie is up here changing minds. Okay. I love it. There's no such thing as bad posture. Tell me more. I, well, <laughs> Carmen, I'm about to call you and tell you what's up. <laughs> Our bodies are designed to okay. flow in all different kinds of positions. There's like... So what's bad is if you're sitting in the posture for too long. There we go. Okay. So just learning how, so it's never too late to start. I mean, I've had clients that started in their fifties. Most of my clients are 50 and older. So their demographic is not online, which is why I laugh at myself sometimes by promoting myself online because I never get any clients online (laughs) because all my clients are like not online. (laughs) So they're all like from referrals. Right. It is. It's very word of mouth that like after a certain age. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I'm, I'm just like to promote myself online. I don't know for who, but (laughs) I I like seeing it. I love seeing your videos and tips. No, but that's great. So you're saying it's just a matter of moving and that's your whole thing, right? Inner body movement. Like, can you just, just move? Like, is it like any kind of slight movement? Just like, if you can't, I'm not talking like, obviously we want to go to you to like get a whole program, but like, is there anything like little you can do? Like, what is it every like 10 minutes you should just like shift or something or not that simple? So rotation, I feel like side bending and rotation is something that we should really work on more because we're always like this walking forward, sitting forward or, you know, sitting or walking this way. And like this stuff, this stuff is like, I feel like really beneficial to do and just breathing in this position to get the rib cage to expand. One thing I noticed with movement and breath is that when people are breathing, mm-hmm. they're just shallow breathing. So you just see like the chest rise here, or maybe you see the belly rise, but you're mm-hmm. not really seeing their rib cage expand. Then that's important if you're consciously breathing to do that, because for one, what do you think it happens when you're, or when you're, um, lungs expand that way, which your, your lungs are in your rib cage right not here up here. Right. So if you get your lungs to start expanding, what do you think happens? Your organs get massaged, which to me is amazing. I know that's crazy, but I could talk about that all day. I love it. <laughs> <Your organs laughs> I feel it in my liver. All right, let's go. No, but it's true. I just realized that I hadn't taken a deep breath probably all day. That's crazy. Like a really deep, like I'm holding my, nobody can see me right now, but Wow. Okay. I feel you. Yeah. We don't really get that moving. And if your organs are massaged and moving around, they're creating this lubrication that gets things moving and they're more alive and they're moving. We don't want stagnant. Mm-hmm. We, don't think, we don't want things to be stagnant in the body as well. So we're constantly moving. So the movement is not just like physically moving, but also just your breath creates so much movement inside your body. So 
starting with the breath always with people. And then I go into like lying on the floor and teaching them what neutral position is for that spine that I'm working on. Cause everybody is different when it comes <sighs> to the neutral position. Okay. So, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's so great. Cause like, I feel that way about me. Like, I think we all have natural, you know, or whatever, like, cause I played tennis, like mm-hmm. I have like overdeveloped uh, traps, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's not going to go down. Like that's just, they're just, the muscles are built up. Like, and so I think for some people, you know, they would look at it and be like, Oh, your back's like out of a line, you know what I mean? Out of alignment. But it's like, I don't think so. I think it's just, that's the natural, I'd rather work with what I have and sit there and try to tell me like, this is bad. Like, <laughs> cause I don't know how to get rid of like a muscle. Like that's just how it is. Definitely. There's no, I always love that. I always say there's no bad, there's no good or bad. It's just what it is. So just if is. that more developed then what we need to do is just start talking to the other muscles ah. and start waking them up. I call it like a party. Our body's like a party. <laughs> hey, so- my body's a party. It sounds like a song. Okay. I love it. And then the muscle parts are like the people. So like the, the traps are just like taking up all the room in the party, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, not giving him too much alcohol and start right. going to the other parts of the body. And like, like what's up pectorals? Where you at? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I love that so much. Um, no, that that's great. And I would, um, <laughs> I love that. And I think it's, it's tough. I think people have a lot of um, like just to do say like, for somebody who's like, Hey, I just want to get started. I, I can't even, I just want to do some things at home. Like how many, what's like the, can somebody do something for like 10 minutes a day? I just feel like everyone's so busy and like, they can't like, that's the big excuse for people for like not working out or not. Like, I don't have any time. Yeah, I know. I know that is a big excuse. Yes. But and also it's an excuse, right? Cause you make time to like watch that law and order marathon, right? It's about priorities. Right, I'm talking to myself here. Listen, I am like the biggest <laughs> I was like, I did just binge watch Cobra Kai season three. Like, is it four or three? I don't know. Five all day. Like, what? I get up. What are you doing? That show is amazing. It though. is. It is a great show. <laughs> That's amazing. Did I have to watch all eight in a row? No. And then when I first, because I was, I'm late on it. So like, when I caught up before the next season, this last season came out, dude, all day. It was like twelve hours, and then so on the Sunday. Come on, we grew up with those characters. So I mean, it's I true. Can't. I know. <laughs> I'm excused, but still, like, I'm just saying, I'm putting myself in the, like, come on, uh, priorities. So you're saying priorities, like, but okay. So say somebody's like, Hey, I got 55 kids and a business and I I got 20 minutes a day. Like what's the minimum they could do you think for like the, for body alignment, not even talking cardio or anything. I believe 10 minutes a day. You were right on 10. Okay. And what, just stretching, like, just like the most, what's like the most basic thing somebody could do. The thing is everybody's going to have like their issues. Mm Mm-hmm whatever, because like, there's no bad or good. It's just what they're at their moment working on. Like, mm-hmm. for example, somebody who is sitting all day or plays an instrument, like a guitar, like, my oh, yeah. or like a drums, you know, or on a computer, somebody that's rounded forward. So they're like this, okay, day, you know, like literally neck forward. Yeah. And that like neck forward thing uh, for them, you know, it would be good 10 minutes a day to do some extension work. Extension would be to mm-hmm. would be the opposition of yeah. that. So something really simple even could just be being on your stomach right. on the ground, you know, with your elbows propped up Yeah, so, and you can have your phone or your iPad or your computer. Just yeah. You be- just can't get away guys. If you have to like get on Instagram, cause you just can't wait 10 minutes. But if you, yeah, it's like <laughs> ridiculous. 
so true, right? But right, that's right. How parents that have kids that are playing on their devices put them on their stomachs, so they're actually forced to be in this extended position while they're doing their. <laughs> Well, they're getting tendonitis because they can't turn a game down. Uh, Dude, I don't know if you saw that. That was like a couple months ago. They were saying there was like a study came out in Australia. I'm going to look, I'm going to send you the link afterwards. If you don't know, the kids were growing horns. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. From playing, from playing games. Yeah. And the bones were fusing and they started seeing this and like, because they're just playing video games all day in this like really bad position. Wow. And like, they literally said horn, like it was like these things were coming out. I don't know if it's. The spine? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's probably the spine. I don't know. I have to see the article. But I'm thinking I know, right? The girdle and the spine. That's crazy. But I could see that because it's the position that they're not changing the position. And so if the, if it's kids, you know, obviously the it's the parents that kind of need to like. Yeah, hello. Away. I know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like a non-parent. Take care of your kids. Listen, this is why I didn't have kids because I was like, I can't watch you. Like, I need you to take care of yourself. They're like, I'm 10. I was like, I don't care. But I mean, we're, I feel like we're like the last generation of people who like went outside. Do the kids even like, they like, like some nieces and stuff, like they're like, oh, I don't want to be sweaty. It's like, wait, what? I couldn't wait to get outside. No, that's so true. So that, that's something that's definitely missing in, in their life. I feel like we were just always outside. We, I remember there was curfew. We had to like go inside because the city was like- right. <laughs> like, right. And now the kids are like always home and they're like, would you stop? That's why the parents are like- <laughs> drinking in the closet like why won't you go somewhere <laughs> mommy mommy oh, yeah um this is hilarious yeah. yeah okay it says it was actually on their heads yes so australian researchers find horns and it was because they're growing horn-like spikes at the back of their skulls which were bone spurs oh wow hold on let me bone spurs caused by oh then it said ah Okay, now they said there's potentially like a conflict of interest from the guy who like went public with this. But the, he said it was um, it was shifting weight to the muscles at the back of the head and then causing some sort of bone growth. Right back here? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. But it might have been debunked by now. So look at me, I'm out here giving bad information. <laughs> but there were photos. There were photos, damn it. There were photos. That means it's real. Nobody could have photoshopped those. Um, but no, but I know there's definitely like tendonitis issues and like even me, like I used to wear like support gloves from like typing all day. I was yeah. like, what? A, I'm not even like a typist or anything. Like it was crazy. Pilates helps with that too. I've had clients with tendonitis and stuff. Really, we're just getting the person more aware of their movements and hopes. And so I like to call myself a Pilates educator actually. I love I'm, it. I'm I love everything you're yeah. doing. You're like, there's no good and there's no bad. And um, I'm a Pilates educator. Get it straight. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Cause you're it's teaching people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Observing what you're doing, mm-hmm. like getting people to observe what their movements are on a daily basis and getting them to reprogram that just like we could reprogram our mental muscle by changing habits. Mm-hmm. We could do thing with our muscles, like our physically. So yeah, there's a lot of finger stuff that I do with people. Um, just this right here, doing stuff like that. Like being able to do this is challenging for people. It is. So, if, so if you're on the radio, we're on Be Positive Radio now. What we're doing is we have like our wrists together and like act like you're asking somebody for money, but like, uh, yeah, see, look. Oh, you yes, can go sir. flat. Yeah. It's well, I'm not about flat. 30 degrees. Yeah. So oh, that hurts. Before, yeah. Yeah. So getting your inside of your wrist together and then like prayer style and then open them flat. Open them up. There you go. That was a better explanation. (laughs) 
Okay. Oh, you know, I'm feeling that in my pinky. That's hard. For me. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then going against the wall, maybe even laying flat against the wall. Yeah. And then put your hands out in the letter T and then bend your elbows. So you have like a, I don't know what the shape is called. It's like a U. <laughs> it's like and a touchdown, but like lower. Yeah. Take your arms up and down. You should be able to keep your hands and your elbow on the wall with your head and your back, you know? Um, oh, like against a wall. I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So those are good assessments. And if you, if it's hard to just do that on the wall, then extension work was what you would need to do 10 minutes a day would be really good. So that's like learn, extension work is anything that's developing the back. Right. So anything on your stomach would, and like lifting up is like a, extension work too. Right. And you need that. Cause I know a lot of people who are like, I know a lot of people are kind of, especially women, I would say are afraid of like weights too. They always think I don't want to get bulky, which I know is not true either. Um, or they think that like we'll lose flexibility. Um, but you're saying like, you don't, I don't even think you need weights per se, unless, you know, you're doing something very specific. Um, and I do work with some weights, but you're like, if you weigh what I weigh, I mean, that's a lot of resistance. Right. And then plus gravity. So right. isn't that Pilates is really like using your own weight. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. using your own body weight. And of course I'm biased cause I'm a Pilates teacher, but I would say <laughs> it's more important to learn how to control your own body weight before you go on and lift actual weights. That's true. Cause if you have bad form, you're going to mess up your back um, or everything, anything. Yeah. Like, hamstrings, anything. You could really hurt yourself. <laughs> I get a lot of people like that are older that have worked out wrong, you know, that have injured themselves from overtraining mm -hmm. or overworking out, overrunning, over whatever, because we get so passionate with what we do. And then that's the only thing we do. Right. And you're like, um, okay, I'll, I'll heal you, but chill out. Like, <laughs> you're yeah. not a marathon runner. Chill out. Why are you like, yeah. And right. But then again, they want to get away from their kids. Don't you see what they're trying? <laughs> <laughs> but I do get marathon runners. Yeah. I never tell them to stop running because they won't. <laughs> they won't. Right. <laughs> you're like, your knee is destroyed. It's cool. I got another 20 miles. You're like, no. Seriously, they'll keep going until the doctor really is like, until they really can't. So I just, I would do my best to train other parts of their body, get them to activate other parts of their, of their legs and stuff like that. That's crazy. I'm awesome. I mean, yeah, some people are really, really passionate about, I know runners are like, I don't yeah. run, I don't run, but they're like hardcore. Like they're, they, really are hardcore. They, they love it. Um, so as far as like, just to bring this back to like women, um, like, I, I think a lot of, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just, I shouldn't generalize. I think I see just as many women in the gym, I guess people I talk to, they're very much like more weight and like, body focus, like more like image focus. And that's a whole nother discussion for people putting pressure on us, right. <laughs> to look, yeah. a, look a certain way. But I think what we're talking about is like feeling better overall. And like, if your yes. body's good, then every, I mean, everything start like aligning, you know? Um, yeah. Tell me more about that. Like what well, are your I, thoughts on that? I can say, you know, I've been small my entire life. So I, going into this business for me, um, I never had to deal with losing weight. Um, mm -hmm. So that was always hard for me to talk to when I had clients that were trying to lose weight. I would be honest and say, this is something that's not going to help you lose weight. I can help you strengthen and tone your core, which mm -hmm. will help you carry your weight more efficiently. And that I have done. I have had some clients that were um, plus sizes and just going up and down the stairs to the third floor. I had the third floor was where my Pilates studio was mm -hmm. and would always um, come up 
through the elevator. And I noticed that. And that was my goal to get them mm-hmm. to the stairs, you know, the stairs, and yeah. that was their goal too. But of course they didn't, she didn't want to tell me that they didn't, they would never say that, but eventually on the reformer machine, that's what we have. It's like you lie down on your back mm-hmm. and there it springs and then you press, it's kind of like a leg press, but it's all spring resistance and you can change the tension. We work on the toes, the ankles and do all kinds of stuff on there. So yeah, she ended up building up the strength to go up and down those stairs every time she saw me. And I got her to go with a trainer who worked on her with weight loss after that. So right. then she stopped seeing me and went to her. And I'm all for that. Like when I get a oh. client, I'm like, I don't want to keep you forever. I know right. I'm not going to hire you're not going to have me as your instructor as your guide forever so i really want to get you strong enough to whatever the next thing is your next goal it's like a transient period that they have with me although retained for years <laughs> right some are like we just love you so much we can't leave no but that's great that's your whole thing like that's like you take them to a certain place and you're like okay like i've laid down the foundation and now go go one thing i would yeah. say about weight loss um, is that oh, I started to partner with the organic food manufacturing company and they do have products that help with people that want to do, um, that want to look good physically. Um, mm-hmm. It all starts with feeling good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you said. So I started taking these products because I wanted to help people that I couldn't help with weight loss since mm-hmm. I Pilates is not that. And I started to take these products and I couldn't believe how good I felt afterwards. And I had already like, stopped eating red meat at a young age. So I was like, this is, this is like, I'm already healthy. I don't need this. Mm-hmm. That was not the case. <laughs> I was completely different after I started to take this, these products, like my digestion completely changed. I stopped farting. And that, <laughs> that was like, whoa, I love it. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm about to try this. I'm on your, I'm on your website right now. Yeah, this is, uh, I realized that like people are walking around thinking it's normal to have be bloated and, and have a, like, just like mm-hmm. get all this stuff that's happening with people's stomach. People are, it's, people are like thinking it's normal to walk around and feeling that way. And so oh, I, I know. I, so it's kind of, it's the food though, right? Like it can't, yeah. like, oh, my it's like stuff was, not agreeing with us. Like we're just eating like, yeah, so it's not aligned. Yeah. My point was that like it's 80% of what you eat. It actually matters more than fitness when it comes to like your, your body weight and and how Mm -hmm. you look. When I was in the 35 years old, I looked down while I was in the shower and I couldn't see my feet. And at that was the time when Purium got introduced to me and I started taking the products and I was like, Whoa, that to me is my, that's my, uh, we all have like this thing that, well, we should have like this marker mm-hmm. where like, okay, I got to start working on myself now. Like if I'm, if I notice I'm drinking wine every night, then I'm like, okay, I need to stop doing that. You know? So right. it was like, I couldn't see my feet in the shower. And that was like a sign like, okay, I need to start changing how I eat, which was a eye opener because I thought I was eating healthy, but I, I really, I wasn't. And that's, a, there's a lot of like that now. And I, I, I want to make sure I balance like, I know like body positivity and like everyone's beautiful. And like, and I think it kind of aligns with that though, too, is like everyone's beautiful in their own body. And like, but your own body is like your own thing. And you almost, it's like trial and error as you get older too. Right. Like I can't eat certain things that I would like chow down on in my twenties. Cause also you don't have that metabolic like, and you should, I don't know if you should eat it anymore. You know what I mean? It's one thing when you're 20 and like whatever hormones are going on, you're like, you know what I mean? You, I yeah. can eat a whole pizza and just be like, Hmm, 
I'm still a size six. Now I'm like, I can't even eat a piece of pizza. I have like acid reflux. Like what, what happened? I used to, (laughs) some bullshit. Our bodies totally (laughs) process things differently. Yeah. As we get older, but you know, we're also like, we didn't, our bodies when they were designed, didn't factor in the fact that there was going to be toxins in our food. So that's another subject. Like the food, there's putting things in there that like glyphosate, um, and that's been sprayed on our food for the past 40 yeah. years. Oh God. I just watched it. Yeah. I watched a big thing What's about meat? all. Yeah. Instead of doing natural, like farming and the whole thing, it's like, what are like, yeah, literally like, what are we eating? And it's like all over everything. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah. What's the weed is a good documentary and kiss the ground is a good one. Mm-hmm. That's the but, one I just watched. Yeah. Woody, I think Woody Harrelson, um, Woody Harrelson uh, narrated it. Yeah. yeah but it's about the soil and everything. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so I get it while they're doing like these micro farms and organic farms and people. And um, it's, yeah. Im- it's important. Cause then you, you do have to wonder, like, I mean, it's like, that's a whole thing. It's like, it goes back into food deserts and like, where's the food? And like, why can't certain neighborhoods get like nutritious food? You know what I mean? It's like, it's all tied together. Yeah. I could talk about this all day. All day. <laughs> we'll have you back. We'll do another episode. Cause I do think it's, um, and I do like, there's a lot of people doing some good work here in Chicago about, about that and really trying to get like, especially communities of color, like just better food um, and vegetable. Like there's just straight up some places in Chicago where you cannot get like produce. Yeah. Food deserts. Yeah. yeah. Food deserts. But like for like my, like miles, like what? That's yeah. ridiculous. It's sad. And most of people, most of these people don't have transportation to get to like the whole foods that's downtown. Right. And you want to, yeah, you want to, and I don't even want to lug like bags a couple of blocks. Like, I mean, nobody wants to do that, you know? Um, so yeah, there's definitely like barriers um, that are coming up and um, that already like that already exists. So it's like, how do we, and I think it is a community issue. I would say, I mean, it's really sad with the coronavirus that's obviously very hard hitting um, to African-American and then Latino communities, um, you know, for, for a variety of reasons. But I mean, I think it's making everybody like kind of stop for a minute and be like, wait a minute, like, like we have to prioritize health and then also prioritize like health care and like, why don't we have access to the same resources, you know? But um, so true. it's, yeah. And I think just like kind of the work you're doing and it's like, how do we get, but also I think internally, like how do we get, like people to be like, okay, cool. I need to take care of myself. Like that's like the eternal question. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, but the thing is like making it available for them. That too. Right. Yeah. But it's also education. I think it all comes down to education because people seem to think they, it's really, if you, if you eat simple, it's, it's cheaper, I think, than yeah. buying all the foods that people normally buy. Like that's not necessary. That has sugar in it. That's doing, that's doing a lot of harm to the body. What do you think? Like, um, explain that. Cause I know there's a lot of like different, um, some of these things I always try to figure out, are these like fads or like, cause like some people will say organic and then like, there's technically like no hundred percent like definition of what organic is. Right. And it's like, in some, I mean, obviously organic means anything that's carbon based, but from the food, you know, some people have said it and then it's like, but they put, they use, um, what do you call it? They'll use the pesticides and some yeah. have been like, because then some other certification came out, but then what do you mean by like clean and simple? Like what is, is there like standard definitions? Like, I mean, I just, for me, it's, it's, well, definitely I look for the USDA label, not the, the organic one. 
I, I look for the label. Like, okay. So there's then, a, so I'm clear. There's a USDA organic label. Yeah. Look at me. I don't know. See, I don't know these things. I'm great. We're, we're, we're teaching people. Okay. And not, and just because it has a label doesn't necessarily mean that that's a great company to, to buy from. So I do um, get emails and part of the uh, organic consumers association. So I'm kind of up to date with things, but they're doing, they're doing their part to make sure that these companies are legit and Right. Cause I heard that. I heard that some companies were like, they would just like kind of get together with some other companies and make up an organization and then be like, we're organic. And everyone's like, huh? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it became more like, um, like a marketing thing instead of like a, a real label. And yeah, that too. And the, and then the other label is non-GM, non, the, the non-GMO label. It says GMO verified with a question mark. Although I like the USDA label better, Mm-hmm. But they're both important labels to look at and also the ingredient list. So when I think about simple food, I'm looking at if, if, it, if it's food, it should be like food, like uh, celery, <laughs> celery. It sounds ridiculous. If it's food, it should be food. But it's true. If you can't pronounce it, like, what is that? Like, if you don't know, right? It shouldn't be in a can or in a box. It shouldn't it should be in a can or a box. It should be like from the soil. So it would be like an actual broccoli head, an actual cauliflower head carrots, you know, onions, you know, simple food. But like nowadays we go to the store, like, you know, my mom, for simple, this is a very simple thing. I went to my mom's house the other day and she's like, um, asked me, why do why does she need this prebiotic? I'm giving her this prebiotic called mm-hmm. Biomedic, which is the a product that we have that cleans glyphosate from your Everybody, gut. Yeah. yeah. And it's third party verified that it, it does that actually. She's like, well, I don't, I eat good. I was like, well, why do I, why do you need to cleanse yourself um, with these? And why are you cleansing all the time? Because I was doing a cleanse at the time. Hmm. Mom, because we eat food that has toxins. And she's like, like what food? I opened up her cabinet and literally everything was like, just like boxes and cans. There's like, there was no food like that you can say was from the ground. And so I just opened like from that. Because it's like, if you look, I just pulled one box out. And if the, if the ingredient list is longer than your thumb, this top part of your thumb, then you don't want to eat. You don't want to oh, eat Oh, that's a good tip. Right. There's so words in there. Right. You don't know what they are. Why would you want to eat that? That's oh, my frame of thought. Yeah. But I, I think maybe that it. should be a goal for people. It's like, try. I mean, I get it. Like people can't probably go. And then I understand too, again, people, um, people's, you know, income levels and things. And like, yeah, it's exactly. tough. And then like, it does seem like the healthy food is like way more expensive. Like Aldi, and it's actually not, it's like $35 for me to get like a uh, four days worth of food for me. But I also have to consider the fact that I do, um, split my grocery bill with Purium health products. Okay. I buy Venos from them, which is my protein. And that is actually, it's a pill. It's, mm-hmm. um, one gram of protein in each pill. So I take about five in the morning. I take five before I work out. Sometimes I replace my protein and my meal with that. And I just have vegetables and something with this protein pills, but they are pre-digested there, which is zero waste for the kidneys. They were designed for people on dialysis. Actually, they just hit your muscles within 23 minutes. And the owner of the company is friends with the doctor who created this um, amino master pattern. So, and also with the biomedic. So I pretty much, I split my money with, with them. And then I go to the Aldi's. No, Aldi's is great. Aldi's is great. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I get that. And it's, it's, 
you're kind of like in the industry. So, I mean, it really, it really makes sense. I could see that it's hard for people though, to kind of like, it is to kind of just like make, like, even I can't go, I, I feel like I can't go that far. I feel like there's like some little changes though. So it's just a matter of, yeah, there's like little things you can do. Like you said, can you get more real food? I mean, even people doing like meatless Fridays, like, is it, and then that's more of like for the environment. Right. But also it's like, can you, we're just so ingrained to think you have to have like a piece of meat, like a starchy vegetable. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a very American thing. That's a way of eating like every meal. Yeah. So like, I like beans. Yeah. that's a good source of protein. Come on, you're Mexican. Of course you love beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me gusta también, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I've met some Latinos that don't like beans. I'm like, man, we got to check your DNA because something is not right here. Yeah. <laughs> love so, beans. Yeah, I'm a big Mexican in the family, though, because I prefer black beans, not pinto beans. Uh, so, I love black beans. I love black beans. I love Mexican rice, but I eat brown rice more, but I do like quinoa. Which is from yeah. South America, but Mexicans don't eat that here. <laughs> right, right. They're like, stop being all fancy. Get fancy. No, yeah. I love it. But if you go to South America, simple food there. It's just a, it's a bunch of like, they got so many variety of beans. Yeah. And, and that's it. It's just like beans and grains and, you know. Like once in a while, you'll have like a little chicken or something. Like it's just not. Yeah. No, it's it's true. I, I really think about it. And I, I think uh, I think this like pandemic really got people thinking about okay, like, why did it hit us so hard? And I know that there's economic factors, obviously us being um, a lot of essential workers and, and then multifamily living, I get it. But I'm also thinking just in general, like, why do we have lower, like, you know, death rate, like our death rates higher, right? Like all of that. Well, uh, the thing is, we were already compromised because of the, the toxins in our food. Right. And yeah, and because of the food deserts, the 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 brown people and the, the Mexicans and the black people, we have the food deserts around us. So we're okay. not as, um, we were already compromised. Our guts already been compromised. So when COVID, hit, when COVID hit, it was just even more of a, more of a struggle. And you know what, what makes me mad is that mainstream media just went right to the numbers instead of talking about the root of the problem. Why don't we go right to the food that we're eating and start building our immunity? That's what really needs to start happening. And not to say that that's the end all, but I do know that, I mean, yeah, I know people that have gotten sick with COVID, even though they were healthy, but there was still an underlying, there's still like an underlying reason why the immunity, our immune system isn't like attacking it the way it should. Our bodies are designed to heal completely. That's why when you have a cut, it heals, you know, our bodies are designed to heal, but we're just not considering the fact that, there's toxins in our food that is preventing our body to absorb the nutrients that's in our food. So we're not even able to absorb the nutrients correctly as we should be. And so it really comes down to cleansing. And I hear people tell me all the time, like uh, joking about mm-hmm. the cleansing, especially cause I'm so skinny and small, like you don't need that. I'm like, I've been cleansing for the past five years. If I hadn't been doing what I've been doing for the past five years, I wouldn't look and, and be who I am right now. Right. And yeah. Our livers and our kidneys, do a great job detoxing every night if we allow it to do that. But most people are drinking and binging late at night. So mm-hmm. it, it's like, and not only just is that bad because our body's cleansing at night, but we're also eating and drinking foods that have toxins in it because glyphosate is in our alcohol. 
glyphosate is in our water. It's like in everything. It's in everything. They've just been spraying this shit, like literally, like all over since we were kids. It's like, I mean, come on. As many people are like, oh, uh, like they all think this is kind of hippy dippy stuff. And I've heard it from people. And I was like, you have to know that cancer's up. Like you have to, you know that, right? Yeah. Like more people die of cancer. Like I'm going to get some stats before I, uh, before I say this, but a hundred percent, like not a hundred percent more, but you know that like there's more conditions now people are just living with them because the science is better, right? The medicine's better, but I'm going to look this other, I, I, I feel like very strong that it has to be that cancer's up. We just live with it. Yeah. And it has just- to be for, it has to be environmental. It has, it can't all just be from our DNA. There's definitely like genetic factors, but there's environmental factors and we have, yeah. I mean, look what? where we grew up, man. Hammond. I mean, come on, dude. Like we're growing up around steel mills and the oil stack. Yeah. Like we're people, there is people have cancer. There's high spikes. CDC has studied it in Northwest Indiana. Like, don't tell me that's, that's, that's from, you know, that's from the air. <laughs> so you got the soil, the air, and then genetics and then how you live your life. That's all part of it. Well, the thing about genetics, it's already scientifically proven that we can change our DNA. So our thoughts. You think some of the things like we're pred- like predisposed to, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it's epigenetics. I think that's what it is. Um, I've been with, I, I'm, I've been reading about it, and I can't forget. I can't think of his name, but there's um, this thing. It's, it's scientifically proven that we can actually change our DNA by just your thoughts alone and by changing your lifestyle. Now there are some things, obviously, that not able to, but like one of my clients, he died of cancer. Oh, Rest sorry, Daniel Turney. Yeah, but he. He was convinced that I put extra years on him through Pilates. Oh. Yeah. And, um, but he, then he told me when he wasn't, when he was in the hospital, he told me his, his doctor said that it was genetic, the kind of cancer he got. It his really was. But his doctor told him, had you not lived the lifestyle that you had, you would have gotten it way earlier. He got it. hundred percent. Yeah. Or not son. have lived as long and had a higher quality of life during the illness. Yeah. No, all of it. I mean, I hear from a lot of people like we're the same age and, you know, our early forties. And I just hear so many people that straight up tell me, I feel like shit, you know? And I'm like, that's, we're too young to feel like shit. Like, like my grandma lived in 96. Like I got 50 more years in me, dude. Like, like the women in my family live a long time, like barring any kind of, you know, accident or serious illness. Um, so it's, it's interesting, but it's interesting that we're tolerating it. That's like the weird thing to me. That is so weird to me too. And, you know, I can understand on Thanksgiving, you know, having a big, and after you eat, you know, you that feeling where you just want to sleep, but that happens every day for people. Yeah. It really too much, man. It's too much. Everything. Everyday thing. And I'm like, Whoa, cause, and then I didn't notice that until after my first cleanse. And then now I just got done with the cleanse cause I try to do one every season, but I just got done with one. And it's like, I'm now um, going back to eating, like, like I just had pizza last night mm-hmm. and I definitely felt a big difference in my energy. Mm-hmm. It was completely different. Had, like, cause for the past 18 days, I've been eating like vegetables, you know, that's what I mean by eating clean. Mm-hmm. And, and I, so I could just feel the whole, I had so much energy. I was cleaning the house every day. I just <laughs> like, I was like, where is this coming from? I'm like, just eat a carrot, people. man. Let's eat a carrot. That's what you need. You don't need drugs. You don't need like, <laughs> you need a carrot, bro. That's what it, that's, that's what's, yeah. I'm serious though. But no, and then, then all of a sudden you eat something, right? And then you're like, oh, why'd I do this? Uh, yeah. Okay, like, I also think we shouldn't beat ourselves up. That's because true. Because that creates so much, so much stress, which mm-hmm. stress 
which does so much more to the body than not needed. Yeah. Raising those cortisol levels and all that. Right. And that's another thing, high blood pressure in our community, like black and brown people have much higher blood pressure than our white counterparts. And again, I mean, again, some of that is, some of that is just straight up genetic. That's like a legacy of slavery as well of not being fed good foods. Like this is a whole, I'm sorry, it's like a whole nother episode because <laughs> I've been reading a lot about that. I've been, I've been reading a lot yeah. about, about that. Like you said, changed our DNA, like because they were, we were, people were fed foods that were not native to them, right? When yeah. they were brought here against their will. So it's like, um, you know, I'm descendants of um, slaves that were brought to Puerto Rico. And it's just like you, some of that is like, okay. And as they're studying that, it's like, why, why is it like, it's only been like two generations, like, you know, a few generations. Um, and it's like, why, like how, like, because in Africa, like there's, it doesn't, that's not it. So how do people come here and like have this whole, so it's just very, um, it's just very interesting and it keeps going. And to me, I don't know. To me, the underlying thing all comes down to racism. <laughs> it's not funny. This is my sad laugh, but it, it, I just, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. like we're not, there's like a lack of access to like healthcare. You yes. got people going to the doctor being not believed. They're like straight up studies that are showing this. Um, mm. Sorry, this is a sad episode of Las Locas. <laughs> but no, I just want people to like take care of themselves. And I think you're starting to see this pandemic also. You're just highlighting a lot of the inequities um, in healthcare and mental healthcare, right? And like, I just, if this is one little thing you could do for yourself, is like really know like what you're eating. You know? Yeah, definitely. Because if you like our external, the external forces, what's happening out there is mm-hmm. not, they're not caring about what's happening first on individual level. And <clears throat> there's this whole micro macro thing happening. So like, you know, it, whatever's happening out there affects us in here mm-hmm. and whatever's happening in here is affecting out there. So if we all take care of ourselves on an individual level and educate each other, um, it's only going to affect out there on a macro level. So if we can focus on what's happening out there, or we can focus on what's happening inside here. And so that's where I try to get people to focus on is inside breathing, focus on how you're feeling. Um, Trying to change your physiology Mm -hmm. is only going to help your mood. And if you do that, then you can go out there and help people in the community you have to help yourself first damn that made me feel things no it's true it's the it's the (laughs) airplane thing right if put you gotta put your oxygen mask on first yeah on your neighbors like uh, you're no good if you're not you know what i mean you can't help anybody if you're not good right and so i think because i i feel like i could do more even going out into the community um i have to figure that out you know i know so much that can be done I mean, we all want to, let's say we all want to, we all want to help each other and help everybody. And I know, I know it's been, it's been rough. It's been a rough 2020. It's going into 2021 now. Um, I don't know. Next steps. We'll see everything with um, what's going to happen. I think. Yeah. And, and things are going up though. I think, I think, you know, and again, just everyone, yeah, they have to, I would say just everyone kind of take care of yourself. Yeah. There's an ebb and flow. Keep breathing. (laughs) Maybe like you said, do the, the I'm going to, I'm going to use that thumbnail, uh, just like What's that your first of your also, thumb. <laughs> like if, yeah, the ingredient list, no longer than a thumb size. Okay. But also, I've knowing that nothing is permanent, like impermanent is real. So even if you think these are going bad and you're feeling bad, it's, it's, you're only going to be there for a minute. And if you want things to change, then it has to start with you inside, mm-hmm. you know, 
And I'm willing to help anybody who wants to have any kind of shift in their life, whether it be emotionally, physically, mentally, or even spiritually, there's, there's a, a will. There's mm-hmm. a way. If there's a will. There's there you a go. Way. <laughs> I was like, wait, where's the will? No. Yeah. You have to, you know, and it's, a, and it's a thing We're we're, we're all searchers, you know, um, it's, it's good. I, I think also, man, I'm going to talk forever, but I gotta wrap this show up. But, um, there's also a thing I think with women too, that it's kind of taught to us about like not being, if you, if we think about ourselves too much, we're like labeled selfish. There's like mm. a weird undertone of that, that yeah. you are taught at a very young age. Yeah. Like now it's like manifesting itself. Like to, to my friends that are like, maybe have kids that are like in their teen year. It's like, I mean, I'm like, take a moment for yourself. And it's like, what, what, what does that even mean? And I yeah. just like, I'm like, or not even, you know, as I did have kids, but whatever yeah. in your relationships, whatever. And it's just like, I don't yeah. know. We like put ourselves last, but we're always giving, giving, giving. And I'm like, stop. Like, yeah. Like how can you, my mom is a good example of that. Like, it's like, how can you be healthy and happy if all you do is worry about everybody around you? Mm-hmm. You know, and then she's like, well, if I don't, it's like this cycle. It's a crazy cycle. She's like, if I don't worry about them, then how are they going to take care of themselves? It's just, it's like this really, it's like it a, is. That a lot of Latin. But it never thing. ends, right? It is. It's a very Latin mom thing. Very Latin mom thing. <laughs> oh, and, mom, I see you. Yeah. I'm trying to stop them from getting into that position. Like, right. like don't forget about you. You, right. Your kids are going to grow up and, and move. Right. Do you want to be that mom that's going to be like um, in their life consistently? Like, and you know, like, or do you want to be that mom that actually has a life that they can look up to? Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's, it's a, it's it a is. Lot. It's tough. There's conversations with my mom right now. And are you? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's hard for her. We start crying. Both of us start crying. She thinks I'm being rude. And then in the end, she actually's like, you're right, Angie. Like, but then nothing changed. I don't know how. So, and just like, I don't know. You just got to like, what What did you like used to do before we were born? You know, what, what were the things you, you know, and it's like, they lose friends. And I really believe friends is key. Mm-hmm. Having friends is key as you get older. And it's hard because you start like, I, like isolating, not even on purpose, but just life gets in the way. And if you, you retire, if you're not working anymore, like, yeah, kids, you're just worried about them. Them. Yeah. Worried. But your kids aren't at home anymore and they got things and ugh, God, this is the saddest episode. <laughs> it's not sad. no, it was love. It was love. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's important. And I think honestly, I, I, we'll talk again. Cause I, I definitely want to talk about like moms. Like that's a whole nother episode. Cause um, yeah, there's just some cultural patterns there that I think keep coming up and it's just uh, it's, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And um, I think it's, I think that's, it's hard. It's first off, before you do any of this stuff, you're not going to read the label. You're not going to call you up to do Pilates. You're not going to, you know, even take that extra walk. You're not going to do any of that. If you don't start saying, this is my Dr. Phil moment that you're worth it. And that you, this, you can do something for yourself. Like you have to allow yourself that. And it, it can only be for you. <gasps> what? God forbid, do something just for you like surprise it's possible and I think it starts with that it starts with that and I don't know where along the line that became a bad thing but somewhere it did and it's I don't know selflessness does not mean selfishness yeah yeah no you can do it well um Angie thank you so much guys I um this is Las Locas Life 
on Be Positive Radio. Um, my guest again today was Angelica Palomo. I call her Angie. You have to ask her if you can call her Angie. Uh, <laughs> we are OG friends. Um, I want to make sure, guys, look her up, please, at innerbodystrength.com. Is that your Instagram too? That's my Instagram is innerbody underscore strength. Yeah, innerbody underscore strength. Follow Angie. She's really um, out here talking about things about like body, health, fitness. Um, if you're interested in uh, learning more about, uh, give me the company again. I'm so sorry. Purium. I was going to say Nutrium. I'm like, it didn't sound right. Purium. She's got a special discount code. Um, and then, yeah, I'm. Well, we started talking because I'm working on something right now that has to do with like reading your labels and everything. So just take a minute, make sure you're like, just take a step, see if you can just make one little change this week so you guys can feel better. Um, we need you here. We need you here for your families and for your friends and just uh, take care of yourself. So I am Janice Rodriguez. Uh, thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Las Locas Life. Follow us on all the socials at Las Locas Life. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite player. Do you have a great show idea or want to get in touch? Email us anytime at laslocaslife at gmail.com. Have an amazing day and remember to always stay loca.